I didn't have to compare before to after and make one better than the other. I just could make what I had the best it could be. And it wasn't comparing to life before Galen passed away and life after, and one's better and one's worse. It's, well, she was here. We made the best of what we had and had a lot of fun. And while she's not here, I can make the best of that time. And they're separate. You don't have to compare them. That's my dad, Ron Mortensen. In 2013, my mom, his wife, passed away nearly two years after being diagnosed with a rare brain disease. When you lose a family member, it's like everyone is awkwardly trying to work around a hole left in your family. Nothing fixes it or compensates for it, but there are still responsibilities that have to be taken on by other people so everyone can function. Although I logically knew my mom's death and this struggle to adjust affected people other than me, I was 16 and it felt like her death impacted me more than anyone else. But in the five years since my mom died, I've started to wonder what it would be like to be the surviving spouse. Some days I miss your smile I get tired of walking all these lonely miles I miss just the friendship and the companionship. That's what I miss. You know, when you're mad at your kids, there was somebody you could go talk to about who loved your kids as much as you did or whatever. When, you know, things are hard, somebody just to be with. And I I miss being that person for somebody. As a child, I viewed my parents' relationship as very stable. It was something I could rely on. Because of this, I never considered what it would be like to have a single parent or to be a single parent. Since losing my mom, I've become friends with other families in situations similar to mine, and I've become more aware of the challenges widows and widowers face. Being a single parent is just hard. There's no two ways about it. There's nobody to talk to and go over ideas with or say, I I can't do this today. You take that child, that one's crazy. You don't get that option. Melinda Mack is one friend I've made in the time since my mom died. Her husband, Jason, committed suicide in 2014. I remember the first time I felt like I was a single mom was when my second child was born. He just was unavailable. And I didn't think anything of it because he didn't say it was depression. He said it was migraines. So we probably spent 10 years chasing down how to fix his migraines when that wasn't the cause. I just got used to it. So as it would get harder, I would just pick up more. And so you don't really even think about it. Michelle Skousen is another one of my friends. Her husband died of brain cancer in 2013, a few months after my mom. Every month after the first year, he just got sicker and I noticed changes and more and more of the things that he used to take care of, I had to start taking that load. I think I still don't completely accept that this is how it's going to be. And some things just aren't going to be the same. They're not going to look like they did. And there's nothing I can do about it. My yard doesn't look as nice as it used to. My kids have learned how to adjust to just having one parent there. Became just a parent to make sure some things were getting done. Mostly just trying to accomplish as much as I could in a day, but not looking much beyond that. I still miss my mom a lot, and I know my dad misses her too. But as hard as all of this has been, it hasn't all been bad. 
We've made friends, went on trips, tried new things, and created a version of life where we do our best to be happy with what we have while still acknowledging someone always will be missing. Everybody has great moments, but in general, our days are just regular mundane days. That actually would look the same whether Dan was here or not. No matter what happens in life, if it's a mixture of good and hard things, how good the good can be is based on how well we can respond to the hard things. If we have hard things happen to us and we don't respond very well, then the joy that you find in life is greatly decreased. With Utah Public Radio, I'm Madeline Mortensen. The UPR original series, Crossing Borders, is a year-long storytelling project between UPR and the USU Office of Global Engagement, providing services for international students and scholars, and facilitating study abroad opportunities for students and faculty. Details at globalengagement.usu.edu. And to explore more of the Crossing Borders series, head over to upr.org.